0: is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. Here we go. Email us at fantasyfootball@cbsi.com. at cbsi.com. Here we go. It's time to dominate your fantasy league. Let's go.
1: Now, here's some combination of Adam, Dave, James, Happy Hump
2: Day! Wednesday show here, the 29th of November. Welcome to Fantasy Football Today. So usually we talk trade on Wednesdays. That's not going to happen anymore. Instead, we'll look at some rest of season stuff, some stashes for your fantasy playoffs, and a lot of Week 13 talk. And of course, the Giants benching Eli Manning. What? Heath Cummings, Jamie Eisenberg, good morning. How was your breakfast? I know you guys had breakfast today. How? Was, I want one of those bagels so bad. How How was it?
1: I didn't, I didn't have... Mine yet, cause I had to do some video responsibilities, but I have, a, I have a question for you. Yeah. Are we allowed to curse on the show now?
2: I, only if you do it, only if you don't really curse, but you just make it sound like you're cursing, like I did apparently. Yeah.
1: Not apparently. Yeah,
2: so. You, you and your uh, potty
1: mouth. I mean, you, you, you yell at us, you bleep us out. Uh huh. And then you just swear away.
2: Yeah, apparently right around the, f- like, 39.55 mark of yesterday's show, if you missed it, go back and listen. Uh it sounds like I said something really, really bad about Devante Parker, but I didn't, I can assure you. I just uh that was kind of weird. But yeah. Well your your awesome. boss your
1: bosses have uh asked us about your language. Uh yeah, I'm sure. And uh one more time and you you could be in trouble.
2: I I better not talk about Devante Parker Floyd anymore then. Uh good morning, Heath. Good morning. Are you okay? I'm, fi- I'm fine. I'm like the only person in the world that thinks the Giants are making the right decision. But we'll talk about what? that. Li- yep. We'll, we'll talk about that later. Um. So not for Gino wow, Smith. Wow, your choices in life. Not for Gino, but for it's got
0: to be for Davis. I'm, I'm going to help you out. Uh, I'm going to give you some, some points to back up your case a little Thank later. Thank
2: you. Thank you. Now, here's a – you know, we have bold predictions a lot. I want to start the show with not a bold prediction, but a bold guarantee. So sure of it. I want to know what you think. Jamison Crowder, I guarantee he's going to outscore Julio Jones this week.
0: Guarantee, guarantee. Jamison Crowder over Julio Jones. It's not out of the realm of possibility.
2: Oh, it's very much. I mean, it's more likely than not. Yeah. In what format? Any format. It does not matter. All formats? hmm Wow. Even except ones that take away points for catches and yards. He would be worse than Julio Jones in that format.
0: Um, okay, hmm.
2: just saying—that's how excited I am about Jameson Crowder. Couldn't ask for a better matchup for him. Well, a- I think
0: I have him top ten this week.
2: Yeah, he had 120 yards against the Cowboys the first time. Let's do it. You know they stink against slot receivers.
1: They stink against slot receivers. They
2: sure do. All right. So anyway, that's just a little bit of fun. I'm sure, most people, if they have uh, those two guys, are going to start both of them. And uh, we will preview the the Washington Cowboys game a little bit later. How was your waiver wiring yesterday?
1: Quiet. Yeah. There was one, 10 one team league where I'm fighting to make the playoffs. I made four moves. It was the only four moves made in the league.
2: <laughs> I'm in a 12 team league where I have a win and, win and you're in, uh, facing off against, this, uh, I think somebody used to work at the company. I think it's Brian, but, um, we were the only ones that made any moves yesterday. <laughs> Luckily, I got the Chargers DST. It was my number one priority, but yeah, yeah, quiet, right? That's good.
0: In, in one league, I spent $219 combined on Brett Hundley and Seth Roberts.
2: Wow. You're going to start them both this week? I'm not sure. How much, how much money did you have left? Uh, like
0: $800. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, okay, so that, that was about the most exciting thing that happened.
2: yeah, you you kind of oversold that with those dollars. If you had said like twenty one dollars or whatever, you know, out of hundred, right. it's
0: it's a thousand dollar budget, and it's a dynasty league, and we have huge rosters. So,
2: okay, we also have big news on Devontae Freeman. Looks like he will be back this week. One thing that you know that we did, Heath, Heath was completely disinterested in this process and didn't even respond to my texts, but.
0: What do you mean? I, I completely responded to your texts.
2: Would you like me to read the last text I sent you?
0: Uh, yes, please.
2: Okay, it said, I can sense you don't care that much, do you, but do you want – and then I gave you three options for next week, and you didn't respond. And you just um, responded with the OK symbol for b- my other texts.
0: Like, yes. All right, anyway, the point is – So I gave you the OK on two moves, and one move I, I
2: didn't. Okay, well, the point is – this is important – Uh, we are playing for nothing this week. We'll be in the playoffs. We can't get a bye. We can't get out of the playoffs. So, my waiver wire moves, and yes, mine, in, in the Heathdom League. Wow. uh, Well, he didn't, he didn't contribute. That's all I'm saying. They were completely for week 14. Uh, it doesn't matter who, like, we picked up the Packers defense. Doesn't, like, and we dropped the Falcons. Falcons faced the Vikings this week. They faced the Saints next week. So, you're not gonna use them either the next two weeks. Those are two of the four best teams in terms of, uh, you know, worst matchups for a DST. So we dropped them for the Packers who have the Browns next week. It's not a great week, week 14 for streaming DSTs. So if you're not playing for anything, we also picked up Marquise Goodwin. Marquise Goodwin he has got a new quarterback, should be an upgrade. Don't like him necessarily at Chicago, but at Houston next week, we might have to use him. You never know. So keep an eye on next week. Keep an eye on week 15. If you have a first round bye. Um make some moves, you know, that, don't affect you at all this week, or maybe even affect you negatively this week. It doesn't matter. You know, look ahead if you're in that situation.
0: Yeah, in this week's streamers column, I actually gave my early picks for my favorite Week 14 and Week 15 streamers at QB, tight end, DST, and kicker.
2: Oh, excellent. All right, we're going to yeah. talk about some of that a little bit later in the show. Uh, obviously, guys, having good players on your roster is very important, but not nearly as important as your home security, and that's why we're very happy to have Simply Safe as a sponsor. And happy to have a great offer for you at simplysafe.com slash FFT. And that is spelled S-I-M-P-L-I safe.com slash FFT. S-I-M-P-L-I safe.com slash FFT. Simply safe. And you can save a hundred bucks at that URL. A hundred dollars off. Simply safe has no installation costs, no hidden fees, no long-term contracts. That's very rare. And the 24-7 professional monitoring is just $14.99 14.99 a month. I don't want to tell you what I pay for home security, and I'm locked into a contract. It just sucks. I, I'm astonished by this deal. It's outstanding. You need to get on it. A hundred dollars, a hundred dollars. Forget about the hundred dollars off. The deal itself is great, but if you go to simplysafe.com/fft, you can save 100 bucks. Simplysafe.com/fft. Remember, that's s-i-m-p-l-i-safe.com/fft. The offer ends very soon simplysafecom slash FFT, $100 off. All right, so Devontae Freeman looks like he is on his way back. Are we going to start either running back against the Vikings this week?
0: Yes. You're going to start Devontae Freeman. And, and you may be in a situation where you have to start Tevin Coleman.
1: Yeah, I'm going to have a tough choice in uh, PPR League where I lost uh Elliot, Uh Ezekiel, not Jake. And um, I have to decide between Danny Woodhead or... Tevin Coleman. I'll probably start Woodhead, but that's, the I think, the type of moves people might have to decide on.
2: Yeah, but I just want to remind everyone, Devontae Freeman had four, you know, disappointing at best games in a row before...
1: Yeah, but you also had to factor in the matchup. I didn't really love Tevin Coleman to begin with this week.
2: Yeah, the Vikings allow the fewest fantasy points to running backs.
1: Right. So... If you're starting one, you're starting Freeman because he's probably going to get most the most touches.
2: Right, but you don't have I mean, this could be a week where people are getting away from him. If they like you'd start Alex Collins over him.
1: Uh yes, Alex Collins yeah. is our start of the week this week.
2: So. Yeah, damn right. All right. The Giants are benching Eli Manning for Geno Smith. That's not good. But Davis Webb is also going to play. That is good. Manning has started two hundred and ten consecutive regular season games, second longest streak in NFL history behind Brett Favre at two ninety seven. He wasn't catching him. Uh, first question here, do you drop Sterling Shepard and or Evan Ingram?
1: I dropped Shepard in a couple of leagues just because he was the last guy on my roster. And so I didn't want to do it, but I didn't really have a choice. So um, I, I wouldn't necessarily recommend it until we see how this all plays out because it could be the Bills situation too where next week Eli's back under center. Um, first off, I can't wait until Ben McAdoo is fired. Because for him to do this, to Eli Manning. After I don't care how bad Eli Manning's played, Manning basically got the job for Ben McAdoo, and for him to bench him instead of just wait until the end of the season to not bench him for Davis Webb is is just dumb. Geno Smith's not going to be their quarterback in the future.
2: Well, yeah, I mean it's got to it's got to be Webb, but. I don't, but again, like I don't know what the deal was in Buffalo. I don't know what the deal was here. It's it's not necessarily clear unless I missed something. I haven't read all the stories yet. whose decision this was? I wouldn't be surprised if this was a front office joint decision.
0: You know, like. Oh, my they, expectation is that the, the front office had a lot to do with this, but and they're I gone think it's too. an interesting question too. Like Eli Manning won two Super Bowls for the Giants. He's a Giants legend. How many years of mediocre quarterback play does that buy you?
2: I agree. I agree. It's he hasn't been, been good enough. But it should, five it should, years.
0: It should have
1: bought them five more games, and then you just move on after that. But the, don't you need the
2: look? They're gonna ha- they're gonna have an early draft pick. Obviously, they're gonna be in position to get a quarterback. They need to know if Davis Webb, who they took in the third round, it's not like he's a sixth round pick. They need to know if Davis Webb is worth anything. They need to see him.
1: If they do it for, if they Gino, are in a position to draft a quarterback, they're drafting a quarterback. Yeah, that's I, fine. But you still need to evaluate Davis Webb. D-
0: Davis Webb. And I wonder because they said they gave Eli the choice to keep starting but just not play the whole game. And he and said the right thing. He
1: said it's not a preseason game. You go out, you play, you play to win.
0: Right. So they want to get Davis Webb reps in the final games of the season. He's not going to start and play entire games, but he's going to play series from what I understand. He, he might,
2: though. I, I would say and that's And Eli stupid. Manning
0: didn't want to share the field with Davis Webb. Or Geno. It's just, it's just stupid.
2: I don't blame them for evaluating what they have at quarterback, as long as it's not Geno Smith. Obviously, you know he's not the future. But if they get Davis Webb in there, then I I think it makes sense, honestly. And Eli hasn't been bad, but every single is he game, really the
1: reason that this team no, is in the position that it is? Of I don't think anybody's not. saying that. Of course, they just not. want
0: to see Davis Webb. Then, then, then start Davis Webb. They don't want to expose him quite that way. Well, then he's not your guy. I
2: wouldn't be surprised if Davis Webb starts next week, not this week, but. Like, let's see how that plays out. But if they're doing this, it better be to get a look at the rookie quarterback that they took in the third round, and not a look at Geno Smith. You know, I mean, like, come on. And the front office is going to be gone too. Like, they're going to have everybody's going to be gone. I'm not sure that Eli's going to be gone. To be
1: honest with you, you know. I hope hope Eli's gone. He does not deserve to be part of this team anymore.
0: I mean, I don't. They need to draft a quarterback. They need to. If they could get a fifth round pick for Eli, go get another draft pick. Yeah, because he's not. He's not part of the solution or the future.
2: Okay, so um, Evan Ingram, keep him, drop him. He's got the Raiders. I mean, the problem, the the sad thing is, their next two matchups, the Raiders and the Cowboys, are so good.
0: I'm struggling with Evan Ingram. I've dropped him down into the, the out of tight end one range, but I don't know that he's low enough to where I'd say you need to drop him. I'd like to see how this looks this week against the Raiders. The matchups are so good. He's been awful. He's got 58 yards in his last three games combined. But he's got, like, 17 targets over those three games as well, so or more. more. So I'm probably holding on to him.
2: Okay, and what about the Raiders' DST? Do they jump into the fray now? They're 30% owned. They're not very good. I mean, they're terrible. But would you – oh, they had a good game against Denver last week. Would you consider the Raiders' DST this week?
1: Yep, absolutely.
2: All right. Now, if I – correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like the Geno Smith actually went to Oakland a few years ago and had a great game. Like he didn't play the, the starting quarterback. This was probably Fitzpatrick got hurt in like the first series and Geno came in, but whatever. Different. The Raiders have a better defense now. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is gonna, Garoppolo is gonna start for San Francisco at Chicago this week. So I'm probably not starting him there, but what about at Houston? What about Tennessee? Is Jimmy Garoppolo someone that fantasy owners might want to consider stashing now? See if he has a good game and you might want to use him next week in the playoffs at Houston.
1: Two quarterback leagues, yes. One quarterback leagues. I don't think he's going to do enough to impress you this week against Chicago to say he's a must-start guy. The problem for Geno Smith, the problem for Jimmy Garoppolo is lack of weapons. And so if they had better talent around them, I think you could say, oh, well, maybe this will work and that will work. It's just, it's just not a lot to like. There's, there's so many things that have to go right for those guys. Um, and, and look, Garoppolo, he, 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 you know, threw two passes, through a touchdown against the Seahawks in garbage time. Um, clearly he's talented, but I don't think he's going to get a lot of help.
2: Alrighty, righty. Damian Williams is likely out two to three weeks with a shoulder injury. Darren McFadden retired. Akeeb Tlaib and Michael Crabtree had their suspensions reduced to one game. Akeeb Tlaib will miss the Miami game. Crabtree will miss the Giants game. Jordan Reed missed practice, so it's still looking like he won't go on Thursday at Dallas. Meanwhile, Trent Williams, Redskins left tackle. He'll be a game-time decision. For Dallas, center Zach Martin. He got, he
1: got in a limited uh, practice session, and so did uh Sheriff and uh, Moses.
2: It's very important, obviously. Like you've seen the impact it has on Kirk Cousins. Uh, for Dallas, though, Zach Martin, their center was limited in Collins, Lyle Co- or was limited in practice, Lyle Collins mispractice, so we don't know about those two offensive linemen.
1: Tyron Smith was also limited.
2: He, he's probably gonna play, though, I assume.
1: You would assume. And, and it sounds like Martin's gonna be okay if he clears the protocol, but it's hard to do that in a week.
2: And then, they've got three linebackers who didn't practice. Sean Lee, Justin Durant, and Anthony Hitchens. So, would you start Samaj P. Ryan over Devontae yes. Freeman? Over Freeman? <laughs> yes. Yeah.
1: Okay. You're uh, at the top 10 guys this week.
2: Todd Bowles said Josh McCown is his starting quarterback. If they get eliminated from the playoffs, maybe they pull the Giants and I don't know, but McCown's gonna start this week against Chiefs. Jameis Winston could practice today, guys. There's a chance he plays at Green Bay. Jameis Winston is 79 or 69% owned. What do you think about Jameis?
0: Is there a chance he plays or is there a chance he practices this week? Like I I don't, I was not under the impression that the injury he had was a come back and throw one or two days, and you're all of a sudden playing. I'd be surprised if he's practicing and does not play, because they've
1: put themselves back in playoff contention. I think it's a long shot for them to make it, but you know they've won a couple games now. I don't think this is a game that is out of reach for them to win, given the fact that it is Brent Hunley on the other side of the field. Right. Oh, I I agree with that. I just, if if they get Winston back, I would imagine they're going to play him if he's if he's 100% or close to it.
0: No, I just assumed it would take more than two days of practice that, to get that. 100%. That's what, you
1: know, I mean, we, we asked Jason Lockam for this question almost every week on our Sunday show and he, you know, keeps saying it's a few weeks away. But, um, if you look at our site and Ryan Fitzpatrick's been, uh, among the most dropped players, which is not a surprise, but, um, I think a lot of it has to do is we're projecting. And again, this is an independent projection. It's not from, uh, Keith Daver. um, that Jameis is going to play. I mean, Jameis is one of the top 10 yeah. The most projected quarterbacks for this week. I, on kept, our
2: I kept seeing him when I looked at the waiver wire. He was, uh, one of the highest, uh, projections of all the free agents. Yeah. And
1: it's funny because Adam and the dynasty team that we share, um, <laughs> we're playing for first place this week and yeah. Jameis was my quarterback, our quarterback. Our wow. backup was Eli mm. and our guy that we've been starting has been Fitzpatrick. Mm. So it's just basically that we're playing the Tampa too. <laughs> Whichever Tampa quarterback starts is uh, is, uh, is our quarterback this week. All
2: right, this is the best matchup they have rest of season. At Green Bay. Then it's Detroit, Atlanta, at Carolina, and then New Orleans in Week 17. So if you have Jameis, you're hoping he comes back this week. Juju Smith Schuster has not been ruled out yet, and I have a million do you expects for you. So here we go, number one out of a million. Aaron Jones, do you expect him? Not as of now. Nope. Ty Montgomery.
1: Not as of now. Doug
2: Martin, same game at Green Bay. No. Nope. Jay Cutler. No. Nope. Chris Hogan. No. Kelvin Benjamin. No. No. Nope. Amari Cooper.
1: Nope. No. Richard
2: Matthews. Nope. Nope. Robert Woods. Nope. Nope. Greg Olson. Maybe. Okay. That's the most optimistic we've been. So, uh, all right, we got uh, we got a lot to lot to get to here. Let me see what we'll do. Let's play uh let's play a game called Are They Top 5? I'm going to give you a name and I want you to tell me if this player is top 5 at his position and I used standard scoring. Top 5 for the season, not this week, but ha- are they currently a top 5 quarterback or whatever? Cam Newton.
0: Yes, yes.
2: No, he's number six. Sorry, guys. Uh Only one game in his last five with more than 19 fantasy points. It was the 43-point eruption on Monday Night Football against the Dolphins. Dealing with the thumb injury, Cam Newton, number six quarterback in fantasy this year. But do you trust him at New Orleans this week?
1: Yep. He has a great track record in New Orleans. And I think if – I would like him even if Lattimore and Crawley play. But I love him if those two guys are out. Because the pass rush we saw last week wasn't the same for the Saints. And there were so many open guys for the Rams that I think even Cam can hit his receivers. <laughs>
2: okay. Uh Alex Smith, is he top five this year? Yes. No. Yes, he is. Heath is leading one nothing right now. Alex Smith is number five. He is just ahead of Cam Newton. And in his last two games, he's terrible at the Giants, but it was a stiff win. Couldn't throw. And then he was bad again against the Bills. 14 fantasy points. Do you trust Alex Smith at the Jets this week?
0: No, I don't. I don't trust him. But there are multiple guys that have been starting quarterbacks this year that I would start him over. Such as Stafford, Stafford, uh, Dak, Mariota, Dalton. Okay. I think I think it's interesting
1: because there's there's a couple guys this week um, that have. Great matchups that have just been awful lately. The the two that come to mind are Mariota and, and Smith. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would not be a surprise at all if Smith has a big day. I mean, we've seen his numbers on the road. We've seen what the Jets have done. They played better of late, but it's still the Jets. Uh, and then Mariota obviously gets the Texans, and we've seen what that defense has looked like since their injuries.
2: All right, so it's Heath one, Jamie nothing. Are they top five? Melvin Gordon, is he top five in standard scoring leagues? No. Nope. Correct. Correct. He's number six, but he's number i I kept an eye on go. that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How far away is he from four?
2: Oh, uh, he's th- He can't be that far because he's sixth in standard. No, and he's, he's only
0: about 11 points. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Zeke is still ahead of him.
1: Says he really? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, look. Evan Gordon is averaging. You need that, that late-season injury.
2: He's averaging 3.7 yards per carry. His fantasy points in standard in his last five games, 3, 19, 3, 14, and 8. Better in PPR, but not like not amazing in PPR. I mean, his, the catches are down lately too? Like, is Melvin Gordon still a must-start guy? Yes,
1: this week against the Browns, yeah, their I run hope. defense has been a disaster. I He's hope
0: absolutely one hundred percent a must-start running back. He didn't
1: do well um, against the Cowboys
2: last week, and the Cowboys are terrible without Sean Lee. You know?
1: Yeah, I'm not worried
0: about Melvin Gordon.
2: Okay, good. Um. Kareem Hunt, is he top
0: five? No. Um Kareem Hunt is still top five, yes. Heath two, Jamie nothing. Kareem I Hunt said is... no to Melvin Gordon. We we I got that one right.
2: You oh okay Jamie. Heath he three, three one. Jamie one. Heath three
0: on.
1: Jamie What on. warkeeper? <laughs> My man, I suck at being a game show host. Uh, but do you trust Korea? You do realize though that he just told you he knows the list of top five running well, backs. <laughs> he
2: just said that. I didn't huh? know
0: that, Jamie. He just
2: said it! I know, but like, what am I supposed to do? Like, to, to
0: span the game? <laughs> That's what game hosts do, they skip. <laughs> no, when they know no, that, that they- are changing the rules of the game because of my knowledge? <laughs> That's
1: the whole purpose. Right, when I mean, like, knowledge.
0: <laughs> if, if
2: you
1: went and studied for Jeopardy, they wouldn't throw out the categories just because you studied. <laughs> Um, well, no. The Jeopardy has a million questions. You have three, apparently. No,
2: I, I have a few more. I have a total of seven, I believe. Kareem Hunt is still a top you five Devante running Parker. back. Eight straight games. <laughs> Eight straight games without a touchdown. Four straight games with seven or fewer fantasy points than standard. Usually gets about three or four catches a game. A little bit better in PPR. At the Jets, then Oakland, then the Chargers, then the Dolphins. You couldn't ask for much better – I mean, you could ask for a little bit better matchups. But does it matter with Kareem Hunt? Is he a start going forward?
1: You're starting him. The, like, I, I mean, yes, you're starting him. I, I have him in three leagues. I'm starting him in all three. But you would start Deion Lewis over him? Nope. You would not? Okay, I would. You start P. Ryan over him? P. Ryan, yes. You start hey. Collins over him?
0: Uh I think I have him back-to-back. Um, And I do have Jamal Williams over him.
1: Okay, I've so got 12. Th- there are guys you could start over. Yes. So it, it's not a slam dunk like it has been. It's a great matchup. He should still get plenty of touches. Uh, it's not like they have somebody else.
2: You think it's a great matchup? I feel like the Jets have gotten a little, a little better. Okay,
1: it's, it's a good match. It's a good enough matchup that if he's playing well, he would dominate this game. He should sure. have moderate success. But this there there's enough of a sample size now that if you have other guys, you can bench him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Sure.
2: Um, and let's see, is he top five in standard scoring leagues, Keenan Allen?
0: No. Keenan Allen, I'm going to say he is not. You both are
2: correct. Keenan Allen is number six, I believe, but he's number four in PPR. How about his last two weeks? 23 catches on 27 targets, 331 yards, and three touchdowns. Well, the Browns actually—I think they give up like the eighth or ninth fewest points to wide receivers. They do well against outside guys, not so much the slot guys. Keenan Allen, 100 yards or more this week, or 100 yards or more? Yes or no? Yes, yes. Yeah, he's gonna—he's gonna crush it. All right, not much to say there. Keenan Allen is not top five in standard; he's fourth in PPR, which is amazing because two weeks ago he wasn't even close.
1: Uh and last one, Kyle. Do Rudolph. another. Do another running back. Do another running back. Yeah, <laughs> Kyle Rudolph.
2: Uh, yes or no? Top five?
0: No, I'm up three one, so I can't lose you're up four two okay, uh I'll say num, nah, make it interesting he just say just say yes, I'll say yes,
2: you idiot, no, of course not
0: <laughs> he is not uh
2: two touchdowns last week though he has set Kyle Rudolph has set a season high in yards each of the last two weeks fifty eight then sixty three that is encouraging doesn't have a good matchup left and actually. Uh looking you know last week he scored two touchdowns against Detroit. They have been actually sneaky bad against tight ends this season. They're a good matchup. But but anyway, Kyle Rudolph, how much faith do you have in him? How much do you trust him?
1: I mean, I I would imagine most people have started him the majority of the season that I can't imagine his start percentage when he's been playing has been less than 70%. So, unless you have Hunter Henry, Jack Doyle, uh, I start Charles Jarrett, Clay over Jared Cook. I guess you can, make, you can make an argument for Charles Clay. Um, you know, there, there's there's not many people though that I think have picked up other tight ends along the way, especially in PPR.
2: But they should have. I, I mean, I can tell you what his star percentage was last week if you're interested. Um, are you interested? Yeah. Okay. No. Uh, it's it was 57. percent And he's been very frustrating, Kyle Rudolph. He's he's usually bad. 7 out of 11 weeks with 5 or fewer fantasy points in standard scoring leagues. Not a huge catch guy this year, I don't think. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't... Is he a top 10 guy at Atlanta?
0: No, I think I have 12 or 13. I started him over Ingram. I was gonna say, he moved yeah. up a spot yeah. when he like got benched. Yeah.
2: Okay, uh, a few more things before we get to the game. Previewing Thursday night. Email of the day! I also want to read a lot of emails at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com, including this one. This is from Garrett. And he, you know, we had that, who's the number two wide receiver in fantasy debate? No love for Adam Thielen? Aside from Antonio Brown, Thielen has probably been the most consistent wide receiver all season. He is, uh, eighth in standard. He is fifth in PPR, by the way. Three touchdowns this year. That's why he's so low.
1: Has he been just a poor man's DeAndre Hopkins?
2: Well, Hopkins has six more touchdowns.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, take away the touchdowns, like, the numbers are the same. It's not like they're both putting up 150 yards on a week-to-week basis.
2: And with Thielen, I mean, he's been very consistent. He gets eight or more targets every game, and three of his four touchdowns have come in the last four – three of his touchdowns, all three, have come in the last four games. So that, you know, that can't score thing is probably over. Yeah, I mean, there are similarities. I still can't believe Julio Jones won that poll. Like, Hopkins – I was watching that game on on Monday night thinking to myself – Brock Osweiler was so bad last year. <laughs> like every quarterback that DeAndre right. Hopkins has played with has has he's, he's been fine for Hopkins. He's been elite except for Osweiler. Unbelievable.
0: Uh we have some breaking news that could affect the wide receiver elite wide receivers. Okay. Uh the Bucks are placing both center Ali Marpet mm-hmm. and tackle Demar Dotson on injured reserve. Arguably two of their best offensive linemen. Definitely two of their starting offensive linemen. I'm not sure why they'd bring James Winston back <laughs> with two backup starting linemen. Off- offensive linemen.
2: Who would you rather have rest of season, Adam Thielen or Mike Evans?
0: Thielen. Yeah,
1: I'd say
2: right. Thielen. Thielen, uh, Evans, I know it's been disappointing, but 92 and 78 yards in his last two games. Marpet missed most of last week's game. Um, yeah, their line stinks. Their passing game. I thought they. Weekend. I
0: thought he came back and finished the game. Oh, he did. I think so.
2: Okay, I'm sorry. I know he got hurt fairly early, so my apologies there. Uh All right. uh Email of the day number two is from Christopher. Did anybody else get the movie reference Heath dropped yesterday? He called Inman the Target King of Chicago, like Abe Froman, the Sausage King of Chicago. At a boy, Heath.
0: Our listeners are the best.
2: <laughs> did you? I didn't realize you did that. That was on purpose. Oh, of course it was. Can I ask a question, Heath? Yeah. So Ferris Bueller's Day Off is a movie that I've seen like a hundred times, but always in segments. Like I, I don't know that right. I've ever seen it start to finish. Maybe once when I was younger. Yeah. So I find I like three days ago I caught the ending. I hadn't seen the ending in a long time. Mm-hmm. Why does she change her mind and help Ferris at the end?
0: Um, His sister? Yeah. Yes, because it's I think it. No, I think it's very classic. You hate your siblings. You fight against your siblings until they're fighting against someone else.
2: A common enemy? Yes. It just seemed like her whole life, her mission in life was to get her oh, brother. Like,
0: I have two teenage children, and they, when they're around each other, are like the worst thing in the world. They just are awful human beings to each other. <laughs> but if anybody ever messes with one of them, then instantly they're united for like 45 seconds, <laughs> and then they hate each other again.
2: Yeah, I don't know, I feel like she still could've, like, she could've, she could've gotten Rooney, which she did, and then she could've turned around and, and busted Ferris, but I guess not, he was already in bed by then. Alright, well, anyway, I'm glad we talked that out. Thank you for, uh, for the parenting lesson. Here's a segment called, what about these guys this week? I wanna know how you feel about these guys this week. Jason Witten, against Washington. He's had seven catches in two of his last three games. He's not doing much else, but this is a great matchup. How do you feel about Jason Witten?
1: He's an okay low end starter in PPR? I
0: would start him over Kyle Rudolph. I would not.
2: I there's so much downside with Witten. Like he has there's like so much a downside. lot of like one two fantasy point games. But Okay, so that's Witten. Uh how do you feel about Andy Dalton this week? 79% owned.
1: Uh you can't trust him. No. Bad history
0: against Pittsburgh prime time game.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um he's he's I'm not one hundred percent sure if he's in my top twenty four.
2: He isn't. I was surprised by that.
0: He uh
1: he's playing great. He hasn't thrown interceptions since week eight. Wow. And he's got twenty or more fantasy points, I think, in four of his last five, something like that. Um I can tell you right now.
2: Well yeah, and, and let me just say this while you look that up. Here's what the Pittsburgh Steelers,
1: the Steelers have struggled.
2: Yeah, here's what they've done the last three games. Now they haven't given up a ton of fantasy points except for Hundley. Hundley became the first quarterback to score twenty or more against the Steelers this year. They've they've played a lot of terrible Quarterbacks, but the last three games, they have given up completions of 61, 60, 75, 42, 55, 54, and 39 yards. That, that's unbelievable. They've really struggled without Joe Hayden. I think they're getting exposed a little bit. Artie Burns, I've seen him struggle a little bit. So I was, I was surprised he was, that Dalton was as low as he was, especially for you, Heath, outside your top 24.
1: Yeah, I, I, I think you just, again, his, his track record in primetime, he's 5 and 12 in those games since 2011. 19 touchdowns, 14 receptions. So he's had some success, but he just has not a lot of fantasy production. Um, his one primetime game this season was against Houston. They were healthy at the time. It was week two. He had eight points in that game. But in his last five against Pittsburgh, in four of those, he's been 13 points or less. So these games kind of turn into slugfest, right? They tend to. Um, I I think you'll get an AJ Green big play would be my guess, you know, just based on the numbers you've thrown out there, Adam. And, and Green has had you know okay success against Pittsburgh. Um, but I I just think you know you have so many other options at quarterback this week that he's just not worth the risk.
2: Okay, so like McCown over him and
1: McCown, Keenum, Hundley, you know, I, I'll I'll take the Bucs starter, whoever it may be, even with the offensive line woes over Dalton. I'll start Bortles over him. Uh, Gabbard you know, is someone you could consider.
2: I got to say that Hunley would really scare the hell out of me if I were trusting a guy that – you like, you guys have not had anything nice to say about Brett Hunley until he faced a defense that, as I had just mentioned, has been really bad lately I in giving up big pass what, plays. Really
0: bad lately is one thing, giving up the most passing yards in the NFL on a per-game basis. That's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers.
2: Yeah, for whatever reason – in their last eight games, only one quarterback has scored more than 22 fantasy points. Tom Brady, Cam Newton, Matt Ryan scored 18 or fewer against Tampa Bay. It's very strange.
0: Well, Mohamed Sanu threw a touchdown pass. <laughs> That's why Matt Ryan didn't.
1: Right, but it was a trick play. I mean, that had something to do with it. I, I don't think Huntley's a slam dunk by any stretch. Um, but he's somebody that if you, like in our flex league, for example, uh, I know waivers haven't run yet. I don't know if you're going to pick up a quarterback or not, Adam. I'm going to assume the answer is no. No, I have, I think Wentz. You, have you have Wentz. So I have my two quarterbacks uh some, somehow uh, because of my early season success. I'm still in first place in league. But my quarterbacks are Alex Smith and Marcus Mariota. So I put in two waiver claims, dropping Smith for Huntley, dropping Mariota for Aaron Rodgers. You're still winning
2: with Ezekiel Elliott, Devontae Freeman, Kareem Hunt?
1: <laughs> it's been – I think I won a game two weeks ago, 68-63.
2: <laughs> Good, man. I'm rooting for you. I are you out in. of it or do you have a chance? I don't know. I, I think I'm, if I have a chance, I have like a 5% chance. Uh, I would probably need like – Cause I
1: saw a lot of teams, I didn't see where you were, but I saw a lot of teams were 6 and 6. Are you in that mix?
2: I think I'm 5 and 7.
1: Yeah, you're probably out of it.
2: Yeah, so I'm, I'm almost certainly out of it, but disappointing. Crappy, crappy season. But yeah, I,
1: I may, I may go the rest of the way with the Packers quarterbacks. So I'm hoping Hunley's good this weekend, next week against the Browns, and then Aaron Rodgers comes back and uh I have I have Aaron Rodgers, Ezekiel Elliott in week sixteen.
0: Right. I think that's a key point. You need to be cheering for Brett Hundley if you have Aaron Rodgers, because they need to win definitely one probably two games. For I
1: think he's coming back regardless. I don't think they're gonna shut him down. Because it sounds like he's ready to go and he wants to play.
0: Yeah.
2: Okay, guys. And uh finally Denver's DST. They're gonna be dropped, you know, they're about seventy nine percent owned. Uh you interested in them this week at Miami, even without Talib?
0: Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
2: <laughs> uh, then I think it's time to preview Washington and Dallas after tell you about M- MVMT movement watches. We all have them. Heath, you love your
0: movement watch. I right? love my MVMT watch. Yes. It's the best watch I've ever had. No, it's, I, uh, it's great. Go ahead, Jason. It's sorry. the Devonte Parker and <laughs> best
1: watch of all time.
2: No, it is, uh, I love it. It's really nice, classy watch. And there are, I mean, it's not like we all have the same watch. There are many, many to choose from, and you will like it. And movement watches very affordable as well. It's a great time to be getting a holiday gift for yourself or for someone else, for men and women. They have men's and women's watches on the website, and here's the URL. So movement is abbreviated M V M T. Go to M V M T dot com slash f football. M V M T, excuse me, M V M T. Both Ms isn't Mary. Dot com slash F football 15 percent off an awesome watch and and we love our watches it's hard to find something so stylish I guess with a, a classic design very simple not gaudy or anything quality construction at this price they start at $95 there have been over a million watches sold in over 160 countries that's not a coincidence these watches are great. Uh, Just go peruse the website, mvmt.com slash ffootball, until you find the one that you love and you want to wear or you want to buy for someone else. Again, the offer's great. 15% off, free shipping, free returns, mvmt.com slash ffootball. Step up your watch game, mvmt.com slash ffootball. Join the movement. All right, here we go. Washington's at Dallas. Stat of the game. The last three DSTs to face the Cowboys finished as a top three DST. That will be Atlanta, Philadelphia, and the Chargers. You guys you still – You me
1: yesterday when I said this.
2: You guys still uh, on the same page – are you on the same page yet with the Redskins DST? Yes,
0: we I, did. I have moved a little bit in Jamie's direction. You know, I I struggle with sample size a lot, and I don't believe that a running back can take an offense from being – One of the best in the NFL to make it one of the worst in the NFL. But that's what's happened so far.
1: It's also been the offensive line getting hurt. I mean, you've had Martin banged up with a concussion last week. You had Tyron Smith out for basically two games. You've had um, uh, now Lyle Collins dealing with his back injury. If they don't have all three of those guys, my goodness. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be upset because I picked up – I put in some waiver claims early yesterday. Then I changed around my DST ranking. So I picked up the Redskins in one league. I think it was our FFT league and then i dropped them to pick up the broncos after waiver's rem cuz was like oh i i like the broncos a little bit better um if the cowboys three offensive linemen are, i'm going to be really pissed at myself that i made that move
2: it's it's pretty likely though that at least tyron smith's going to play
1: yeah but if they don't have martin's i mean martin may be the best guy he's, He'd ther- be he's the best, guard in football. best
2: yeah i mean he's terrific so um he's important and maybe we revisit this tomorrow uh, to see if we get an update on the lineman but the Redskins DST is a good one. Would you start them over the Eagles and the Seahawks?
0: Yes. I would start them over the Seahawks. I'm, I would not start them over the Eagles.
1: The, you, the nice thing about it is they're also coming off a strong game, too. You know, they beat up the Giants, which, uh, at again, I'll say the same thing. This is a very similar offense right now, just based on the lack of talent that the Cowboys are dealing with.
2: Would you start the Redskins DST or the Vikings?
0: Redskins. I will start the Redskins.
2: Here's a question for you about this game: Is there any Cowboys player that you like better than the Redskins player at the same position?
1: No.
0: Um, maybe kicker. Oh yeah, maybe. It's, no, uh, I would take Nick Rose
1: over Dan Bailey.
2: It, you just like you worry about Bailey if they're going to score like ten right. points, you know?
1: I don't even have him ranked.
2: Um. All right. So let's. Then I think the Redskins are more interesting. We're all good with Kirk Cousins. I mean, he he's set up for a huge game. But what about the offensive line?
1: Uh, We're all good with Kirk Cousins. I mean, he had he had nineteen fantasy points last week with essentially the same offensive line.
2: Right. That's not very good.
1: Uh. No. But uh, I I think you you saw him face a tougher defense last week.
2: He's yeah. It wasn't a very good defense though. Like like. You want you guys have him ranked fifth for Jamie, third for Dave, seventh for Heath. Is he gonna deliver that if two offensive linemen are out? Like I'm kinda for
0: me over. it comes down to more find me ten guys you want to rank ahead of him.
2: No, not ten, but maybe five.
0: Well maybe I have, I have seventh. Yeah, I would start him over Russell Wilson. Ooh. I, yeah, I'm not that far. I wouldn't start him over Wilson, Wentz, Cam. Yeah, I'd start him over
1: Cam. I'd start him over Wilson. I wouldn't start him over Wentz.
0: Okay.
2: Uh Samaje Dallas is bad.
1: Dallas is really, really bad.
2: Yeah, they are. Uh we love Samaje Pirine. That's you're starting him. You're starting him over Devontae Freeman. Uh would you start Devontae or we start Deion Lewis or Samaje Pirine? Ryan P Ryan Mmm. obviously Pirine over Kareem Hunt. What about Melvin Gordon or Pirine?
1: Gordon.
0: Gordon.
2: Jameson Crowder or Pirine?
1: Pirine standard, Crowder PPR. sure.
2: What about half PPR?
0: P Yeah, I think P
2: Alright. He's got uh, twenty three carries and twenty four carries in his last two games with hundred yards in both. And as I mentioned, the Cowboys could be without three linebackers. Jamison Crowder's now seventy eight percent owned. He's top fifteen in standard, he's top eleven in PPR. Who are some wide receivers that you would start Crowder over that you know, that make headlines?
0: Starting him over or guys you would start over him?
2: You'd start Crowder over who?
0: I'd start him over Michael Thomas. I would
1: start him over both Broncos guys. I would start him over T.Y. Hilton, over Des Bryant, over Sammy Watkins, over Larry Fitzgerald, over, um, Alshon. Cooper Cup. Tyree Kill.
2: Sorry guys, Cooper Cup or, uh,
1: over Cooper Cup. Yeah, easily. Yeah.
2: Okay. He's set up for a big game. What about Josh Doxson? Would you start Josh Doxson or Des Bryant? Josh Doxson. Des. Does anybody like Des this week?
0: Nope. I don't think like is the right word for it.
2: Okay. Why would you start him over Doxon?
0: Um, because like I was pretty high on Doxon last week because of the seven targets in a couple of games and didn't think the matchup was really all that bad. He had four targets, caught two passes. He's not caught more than four passes in a game all year. Did mm-hmm. catch He's, a touchdown. Well, one touchdown in the last month. That's more than Des.
1: That is more than (laughs) Des.
0: Better matchup for him than Des. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think that the way they exploit this team is they're going to throw the ball to Crowder in the slot. And if Dallas is really the worst team in the history of football, then it's going to be too, they're going to have too big of a lead to throw the ball to Dawson more than three or four times.
2: Um, okay. Well, I I, I like Dawson
1: more than Des mostly because I just don't trust Des.
2: Sure. And yeah, Dez Des would get away. Would you who's a better flex? Alfred Morris or Des Bryant?
0: Morris. Um I would probably, I would definitely go Dez and PPR. The one thing that would
1: make me say Dez is if the three offensive linemen are out. Certainly if Zach Martin's out.
2: Now, Washington was really good against wide receivers, but the last three weeks they've been well, no, last week was the Giants. The three weeks before that, they struggled against Baldwin, they struggled against the Vikings, they struggled against Michael Thomas. So they had been off until they faced the Giants, but still, I mean, Dez, Dez is like five straight games with single digit fantasy points. It just hasn't. I can't,
1: good. I can't imagine the rivalry, whether it's now become friendly or where, where it was prior to them shooting the commercial together that Josh Norman is not going to cover Dez Brown all over the field. And, and given how you know. Dez has struggled, it, that's not good for him.
2: Would you start Brett Hundley over Dak Prescott? Yeah. Yes. And Case Keenum, obviously, and Josh McCown, and, uh, how about yeah. Andy Dalton or Prescott?
0: Oh,
1: Prescott easy. Um if we find out tomorrow that the offensive linemen are out, I would start told to them.
2: Alright, we'll have to update you on that tomorrow. Uh Vernon Davis, does he bounce back? You know, he had been pretty consistently around seventy yards or so without Jordan Reed. We're assuming Reed doesn't play. He did not have any fantasy points last week. Uh does he bounce back this week against the Cowboys? He will get one. What, one fantasy point?
1: One fantasy point, yes. I I will I'll, I'll oh, at least one. Go on a limb there, yes.
2: Last uh five tight ends against Dallas, three of them uh yeah, three of them scored ten or more fantasy points. Zach Ertz was bad and the Redskins guys were bad, but it's a good matchup, right? Yep. Vernon Davis or Jared Cook? Cook.
0: Um Yeah. They are I think I have them back to back. Okay.
2: Vernon Davis or Hunter Henry?
0: Henry. I'll go Davis.
2: Vernon Davis. In PPR. Vernon Davis or Charles Clay?
0: Davis.
1: Davis.
2: Let's just do some Dez stuff to wrap it up. Would you start uh, Dez, Bryant, or... Or
0: whoever or is, yes.
2: Ted Ginn.
0: Ginn. Um, I would start Ginn over Bryant in standard. Dez and PPR.
2: Jamie, would you start... Yes. (laughs) Yes. I, I, <laughs> would you start Roger Lewis or Des Bryant?
0: That's
1: close. No, um, it's not. <laughs> Des. Des.
2: Okay, good. I just wanted to get a Des out of Jamie. All right, that's it. That's it for this game. Enjoy. I it. hope Des plays well. It's just it's frustrating. Of course. Very frustrating. we got to talk about stashes for the upcoming weeks. So here we go. Week 14 stashes. I mentioned these guys yesterday. We've got at quarterback Brett Hundley at Cleveland. Jimmy Garoppolo and Tom Savage in good matchups. They're facing each other, but Jimmy Garoppolo has Houston. Uh, Dak Prescott at the Giants if anybody drops him. Alex Smith against Oakland if anybody drops him. Derek Carr at Kansas City if anybody drops him because now he'll have Crabtree. He might have Cooper. Tyrod Taylor against Indianapolis. Blaine Gabbard against Tennessee. And Trevor Simeon against the Jets. And I think what I'd say about the Week 14 stashes, which is when Russell Wilson has the Jaguars, but what, you know, whatever, um, there are enough of them, and they're all pretty much the same that I don't know that you have to go stash anyone. We'll just see what happens. But Tyrod Taylor is not a bad option because he has the Colts and then he has the Dolphins in Week 15. So you get maybe a couple weeks if you need a quarterback. Uh DSTs in Week 14. The Bengals have the Bears, and they have the Steelers this week, so I'm sure a lot of people will drop them. But if you want the Bengals for next week, they face the Bears at home. Green Bay is at Cleveland. I already mentioned that uh, Heath and I... Picked up uh, Green Bay's defense. We dropped the Falcons for next week. Buffalo we might faces be able to the
1: Colts. Play the Packers defense this week. Now that the Bucks have the offensive line injuries,
2: it's such a bad, such a bad defense though.
1: Yeah, but so are the Raiders. I mean, when you have situations that work in your favor, you take advantage of. them.
2: Yeah. All right. uh What else? We got the the Spangles, the Packers, the Bills have the Colts, the Chiefs have the Raiders, the Broncos. Broncos have the Dolphins this week, and the Jets next week. New England's at Miami. They're pretty owned. Dallas is at the Giants. All right. So I don't know. Like, the I, Would you say the Bengals and the Packers look like the best ones there for next week? Yep. Okay. Week 15. If you have any faith in Trevor Simeon, his nope. next three games, well, not this week, but next week, Trevor Simeon has the Jets. Then in week 15, he has the Colts on a Thursday. And in week 16, he's at
0: Washington. And I wouldn't say not this week. Like, if you have any faith in Trevor it's Simeon, the true. Dolphins give up the fifth most fantasy points to quarterbacks. Yeah, this true. may be his best matchup.
2: Yeah, he's got he's got four good matchups, but he's Trevor Simeon. Uh, Blake Bortles is pretty interesting for Week 15. 17 or more fantasy points in four of his last five games, and he faces the Texans in Week 15 and at San Francisco in Week 16. Not bad. Tyrod Taylor, like I mentioned, has Miami. The Dolphins quarterbacks of the Bills. Josh McCown is at New Orleans.
1: <laughs> Dolphins quarterbacks. Yeah. Tag, you're it.
2: Yeah. Uh, McCown at New Orleans, Marcus Mariota at San Francisco, Jimmy Garoppolo against Tennessee, Dak Prescott at Oakland, uh, Derek Carr against Dallas. Again, these guys are, th- these are guys that are going to need to be dropped, some of them, but, you know, Bortles is really interesting to me, guys, as a week 15 and week 16 stash. Even Blaine Gabbert. Blaine Gabbert facing Washington in week 15, and then in week 16, he's got the Giants. He's got two games in a row that are good. He scored 20 fantasy points against the Jaguars. Uh DSTs. Don't drop the Eagles this week. Use two DSTs if you don't want to start them because they have the Giants in week 15, and they're awesome. Detroit has the Bears. Carolina has Green Bay. Um, Carolina could easily be dropped in weeks 13 and 14 with the Saints and the Vikings. Pick them up for week 15. Oh, uh, man. It's just too many names here. It's just getting confusing. And then week 16, Trevor Simeon, Case Keenum's at Green Bay, Miami quarterbacks at Kansas City, Alex Smith against Miami. Alex Smith has a great schedule going forward if he could just turn it around. So uh, does Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, it's true. Blake Bortles at San Francisco. I mentioned him. And Blaine Gabbert. Do you guys have any faith in Blake Bortles or Blaine Gabbert?
1: No. No. Okay. No, but in uh, in one league, I may be forced to starting Blaine Gabbert this week.
2: And if you need a DST for week sixteen, the Bears host the Browns, Washington hosts Denver, the Chargers Chargers aren't a bad one. I mean they got a great matchup this week. Week sixteen they face the Jets um in New York. Kansas City is against Miami and Arizona faces the Giants. I know there's so many names, and we're gonna give them to you, you know, for beat the waiver wire throughout we want to help you stash t- stash DSTs and quarterbacks, and Heat's got a column on the website. It's an important thing. So, you know. I know it's confusing to just listen to, but we'll try to help you out as much as we can. (sighs) All right. We'll do some emails in a second. Let's do the trustometer. How much do you trust these guys going forward? Zero to ten. Leonard Fournette.
0: Can we calibrate the scale, please?
2: Sure. Let's talk it out. How would you like to do that?
0: Ten is must start. Zero is can't start.
2: All right. So this is how I kind of wanted to calibrate it. Tell me what you think. You've got them in your lineup. You look at your, you go to my team. You look at your lineup. You see Leonard Fournette's name. How are you feeling? How does it make you feel? That's not a
0: calibration. Feelings are not. No, I
2: mean numbers. it is. You know, like I have, I have like a, a five trustometer for Leonard Fournette.
0: I'm He's still a ten say, for me this week against the Colts. Uh, Leonard Fournette's a ten for me because I'm starting him. I'm not looking to my bench or to the waiver wire to see who could I maybe start over him. He is Leonard Fournette. I am starting him.
2: Okay. I will absolutely be benching him for Alex Collins and Deion Lewis next week when he faces Seattle. As Why? Of now Because Seattle's got arguably the uh, one of the three best run defenses in the NFL, and Fournette's got a bad ankle. He's just not healthy. He's had two terrible games in his last three. He I, I think it's possible,
0: if, if we see a similar situation where they're giving more and more snaps to TJ Yeldon, that I could be on board with that next week. As of right now, he is a 10.
2: And he's got Houston the week after that. So it's the Colts, then Houston then Seattle, then Houston in weeks fourteen and fifteen. Uh Des Bryant, trust ometer.
0: Uh zero. Um four. I'm looking to my bench. I'm looking to the waiver wire, but I'm not just settling for any old scrub.
2: Matthew Stafford, four straight games with multiple touchdown passes, but now he's dealing with an ankle injury and the schedule's getting tough. Matthew Stafford.
0: Uh Four. Yeah, yeah, very similar to, to maybe even five. Okay. Marvin Jones.
1: Seven. Six. That's it, He's huh? Got another tough matchup, but I, I'm not going to say seven again.
2: Right. Uh, Marquise Lee, 88% own
1: Love his matchup this week, so I'll say seven.
0: Um... Haven't the Colts been really good against number one yep. wide receivers or bad best, against their everybody else? Their best cornerback
1: just got hurt. That's true. Um, and he, four, had a, he had a good game against them, if I don't recall.
2: Four for 72. Yep. You can excuse the last two games for Marquise Lee. Like, terrible win at Cleveland. Then not yep. all Patrick Peterson, but some Patrick Peterson.
0: Uh, it, my problem is if things go according to plan for the Jags, they throw the ball like 25 times.
1: That's been the case, and he's still been good, you know, even when Fournette. Well, nine of those will go to Marquis Lee, which has kind of been what he's at. Where, yeah. All,
2: all right. The What's the number, Heath? Marquise Lee.
0: Um. Three. Larry Fitzgerald. Three. Six. Six. He's in the Marvin Jones range. Only
1: three, yeah. Jamie. I'd start Marquis Lee over Larry Fitzgerald this week.
2: Okay. He had three catches for 29 yards in the first meeting against the Rams. But they do have some secondary injuries. We'll have to check on that. Uh, Nelson Aguilar.
1: Three.
2: One. Hmm. Stefan Diggs.
1: Seven.
0: Seven. Yeah.
2: <sighs> 17 catches for 203 yards and one touchdown in four games since returning from injury.
1: If Jufant
0: and Puller are out, he's going to go off.
2: He never goes off. He's got four catches for 50 yards on average in his last You four can't games.
0: say never. He has one of the best games from a receiver this season.
2: But since his injury, since Adam Thielen I, took over.
0: He had a great game against the Redskins. I though. understand. I
2: He had a good game, yeah.
0: Recency bias is a very real thing.
2: Rec, recency bias, my ass. He was better than Adam Thielen. He got
1: hurt. Now he's worse than Adam Thielen. There you go. Potty mouth again.
2: Yeah. I, no, I didn't say my ass. I, 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 I didn't curse. I, I said uh I can't think of anything funny. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, you know, you recency biased me all the way to thinking that the Vikings running backs weren't good, but guess what? Latavius Murray's good.
1: If only you guys would have accepted that trade when you had Sammy Watkins thrown in. It's so
2: funny. (laughs) Well, it wasn't really our fault. It was it was quick. Uh Carlos Hyde, zero to ten. Uh
1: ten. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I'll tell you what, last eight games in standard scoring leagues, only two like PPR, he's a ten, yes. Standard scoring only two games in his last eight with more than eight fantasy points.
1: It's kind of interesting. Got a new quarterback now.
2: He has also faced Arizona twice, Philadelphia and Seattle in that stretch. That doesn't help. Uh, but at Chicago, they've been solid against the run. At Houston, they're really good against the run. Those are his next two games. You sure Carlos Hyde is, a, is that good in standard? Yes. Sure. Okay. Uh, and Rex Burkhead. Uh, six? Seven. He's uh, at Buffalo, at Miami. Good matchups next two weeks. All right, let's read some emails. Fantasyfootball at com. This is from Mike. Dear some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, and Heath. Some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, and Heath. Avid listener in need of some expert help. I need your opinions on a potential blunder I made as a commissioner setting up the playoff tiebreaker. This is our fifth year. Every year in the past, the tiebreaker for the playoffs has been total points. However, this year it's set as head to head. I'm not sure if I missed it, if this was my mistake or it happened when I copied the league over. That being said, before week 13 starts, should we change the tiebreaker back to total points or leave it as the league is set up now? It doesn't affect me at all.
0: Um, Leave it as total points. I think it should be total points.
2: No, it's not total points. It should be, but right now it's head to head.
0: Well, if it, They've played in the league for how long? Five years. It, and it's been total points every year? Uh-huh. And there was no vote or announcement saying it was changed?
2: Doesn't seem that way.
0: It was total points.
2: Yeah, I don't care what
0: the website said. I we would have a history. They yeah. never would, changed the rule. That is the rule.
2: I agree. It just I, I would send a little note to everybody and, and notify I
0: wouldn't because half the teams probably never looked at the rules page and saw that it was wrong in the first but place. But half
2: the teams have, and they're going to be pissed if there's
0: just they, this, say like, I, I don't know. It doesn't say that now. I don't know why you saw <laughs> that. It's yes. never been that.
2: Moral Compass, Heath Cummings. Uh, this is from Dan. Start one in standard. Kareem Hunt, Devontae Adams, Jameson Crowder.
0: Adams. Crowder.
2: From Mace. Marshawn, P. Ryan, or Lewis. Standard scoring. Marshawn, P. Ryan, or Lewis.
0: P. Ryan. P. Ryan.
2: From Todd. PPR. Sit one. Diggs. Marvin Jones. Alshon Jeffrey, or Crowder.
0: And you said you weren't going to tell anybody to sit Marvin Jones. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't know, I, I might Marvin sit Jones. Diggs here.
0: I would sit Marvin Jones here.
2: I mean, let's, okay, let's talk about recency bias. Marvin Jones has 12 or more fantasy points in standard in five of his last six games.
1: He's been awesome. It's, the Ravens defense is awesome.
2: The Ravens defense I know, is I know DeAndre very Hopkins untested though. Very untested. Huh? Very untested.
1: Well, Jimmy Smith has been tested many times over the course of his career. Yeah. He's pretty good.
2: They've had, they've had a horribly, horribly easy, horrible, very easy schedule.
1: You know, I, I think I said it yesterday. There's been, I may have said it on a video show, but, um, there's, there's, I thought there were two quarterbacks that have thrown for 250 yards against the Ravens. There's only one. Tom Savage was the first one to do it with 252. The Browns collectively had over 250 passing yards, but I think there were three quarterbacks in that game.
2: Does it help to know that two wide receivers in a row have had 125 yards against the Ravens? Devontae Adams, and DeAndre Hopkins. And the week before that, Rashard Matthews uh, scored, I think, 12 fantasy points.
1: All right. I'll say that if the Falcons cornerbacks that are injured play, I'll take Jones. If they're out, I'll take Dixon.
0: So can we go back to the recency bias thing for just a second? Because I know that really bothered you. Yeah. sure. I'm not saying that recent performance doesn't matter. I just think there are – you have to consider – A player's pedigree You have to consider What they've done For the year And you have to consider What they've done For the last three or four games I agree And we spend a lot more time Talking about what they've done In the last three or four games Than anything else
2: I agree I just I I think that I think Diggs has been replaced Since his injury I think Phelan has clearly emerged I'm not
0: talking specifically about him Yeah Just everything
2: no, that that's fine. Um but but like you look at the Vikings running backs was the other conversation. We had like they're running the ball better now. They they had Dalvin Cook the first part of the season, so we didn't really know. And I think you can now Jamie was the first one to make the point about Latavius Murray. Since his bye week, he's looked much better. So it's not just recency bias. It's it's is there an explanation for it? That's when I buy more into the
0: recent performance.
2: Somebody that I wouldn't buy into it for like like Hunter Henry. Like it doesn't know, always matter what he's done. So, what's recently.
0: the explanation for Marvin Jones being better than Golden Tate?
2: That's the thing. Like, I don't know that Marvin Jones is better than Golden Tate. He has been lately, but I don't think I think Golden Tate is much better than his
0: recent performance.
2: Like, I agree with you. That would be recency bias.
0: So, you would start both Tate and Jones over Diggs. Mm. Then you have two uh, good receivers against the Ravens.
2: Right. No, I'd probably start Diggs over Tate. I no, I don't know. I don't know how, I guess I'm kinda of low on Diggs. Uh, Alright, you know what, it, it would depend on the injuries. I, I okay. would, in this point I would go Jones, Diggs, Tate.
0: That's- But you're just taking Jones over Tate because he's been better the last couple of weeks. Much better. You, you still think Tate's better than Jones?
2: I don't know. I would say that it's not definitive, but right now I'd have to go with Jones. He is playing better and five of his last six games have been outstanding. It's hard to argue with that. Uh, all right, back to the emails from Ben. Dear Mad Max, Lucas, Will, Dustin, and Mike. How, how many times do I have to tell you this is Stranger Things? My brother watched the first four episodes of Stranger Things Season 1. He is obsessed. Well, just, just start watching it, guys. You'll, you'll thank me for it. Uh, sit one of these guys. This is tough. Mike Evans, Michael Thomas, Jamison Crowder, Devin Funches, Carlos Hyde, and Standard.
0: Probably Funchess. See give me again.
2: Evans, Thomas, Crowder, Funchess, Hyde.
0: Oh,
1: man, I love Devin Funchess this week, too, if the guys are out for New Orleans. I said Hyde.
2: Um, okay, let's see. Vinny from New York. PPR, who do I start? Rex Burkhead, Samaje P. Ryan, or Jarek McKinnon?
0: P. Ryan. Um, Burkhead, P. Ryan, or McKinnon? Yep. P. Ryan.
2: And from Jordan, dear sight, smell, hearing, taste, and touch. Okay, interesting. Should I start Garoppolo over Mariota?
0: I would
1: not. Uh, No.
2: And finally, Lou, desperate in Connecticut. Final game between me, the ninth-place team, and the tenth-place team. If uh, the loser has to film make a short film chronicling chronicling their season and jump into the Long Island Sound in mid-January while shotgunning a beer. So who do I start, Wentz or Roethlisberger? Wentz. And then choose your top four in PPR. Dez Bryant, Jamison Crowder, Cooper Cup, Mike Wallace, Charles Clay, or D.D. D. Westbrook?
0: So I'm starting Wince over Ben, and I think we can all agree on that.
2: Mm-hmm. Crowder for sure.
0: We all agree on Crowder.
2: Cup for sure?
0: I'm going with the first four wide receivers. Dez, Crowder, Cup, and Wallace.
2: Okay, we well could Charles. also start Charles Clay or D.D. Westbrook over those guys.
1: I'd start Clay over Dez.
2: Alright, so Crowder Cup and Wallace for sure. Jamie would go clay over Dez. Heath will go Dez over Clay. And I am out. We are out. We'll talk to you tomorrow with eight AFC home games. Good luck everybody. Till then, see you later. Bye.